0: Ladies, it's really good to have you. So, have you here? Um, I was just interviewed by Vanessa, and now I guess I'm sort of having this conversation with you guys (laughs) here at the Chicago Lab podcast. Thank you for being here. We'll start with you, Christine. If you can start by introducing yourself, and then we'll hear from Stephanie.
1: Well, thank you for having us on the Chicago podcast. We're very excited to be here as part of the Haiti Tech Summit. I'm Christine coupet jacques a marketing professional, also a special advisor to the president of Haiti, passionate about marketing, and this event has just been so inspiring that we are getting together to work on big projects.
2: (laughs) Absolutely.
1: So a lot of networking going
2: on. I love it. Well, my name is Stephanie Prasiviv. I am a public relations strategist. Uh, I also started a company called Women Pressmakers not too long ago, um, helping to empower women and uh, want them wanting them to thrive independently. I'm completely inspired uh, being here, meeting Kristen as well as yourself, uh, talented women, uh, thriving and just buzzing and putting Haiti on the map.
0: Yes, yes. absolutely. I'm loving this. <laughs> Women, power thing that we got going on here. (laughs) Well, what would you say um, one of the, uh, some of the the topics that have been discussed here that has had a a, a major impact on you um, since you've been attending the conference, like between yesterday and today?
1: Um, I've just heard so much positive, I've just felt so much positive energy. I think there's been a lot of uh, positive uh, talks. I just took part this morning on the women's panel, just so inspiring listening Mm -hmm. to Christine and Tim, listening to the different ladies on the panel with such different perspectives, but all in the same direction. And I think one of the most important connections for me is linking back to the Haitian diaspora. Um, having lived myself in the U.S. for six, seven years in college, I didn't really connect with the Haitian community, mm-hmm. which I realize now would have been such a huge network for me if in school I had connected. Because I have a huge network from school, but from people all over the world, right. I just never made a special attention to connect to the Haitian community. I was very a little involved in the you know Haitian student association at my school. And I think I regret it now because the Haitian diaspora is shining so bright. And I've met such interesting people since coming to the Haiti Tech Summit last year and such inspiring, not just women, men and women, yes. young young people, much younger than me, that are doing such wonderful things. And this morning they were talking about mentorship, for example. I don't think the mentors are the old people with experience anymore. It's the other way around. Wow. The mentors for me are this up-and-coming youth that have been exposed to such technology, Mm -hmm. and that have been exposed to such, you know, high level of education. They're so open-minded, and they're teaching me to open my mind and learn different ways and different things. So it's super exciting. That's awesome. (laughs) That's powerful for sure. Um,
2: For me, what touched me the most would be. There seems to be like. our voices are united for change, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's the message that calling me. Change for empowerment, change for growth, uh, change for togetherness, and I feel like everyone has been kind of talking about that. There's a lot of opportunity in Haiti, there's a lot of uh, you know, inspirational growth that can happen in Haiti, and I think that's why we're all here. We're all inspired by this event, and um, that was the thing that resonated with me the most. I think as far as the event, yes. Um,
0: <laughs> you you mentioned something. Um, uh, you mentioned something about not being involved um, in the Haitian student organization on your campus. Um, tell me a little bit about that, because I was highly involved.
1: At, well, in the Haitian um, standardization
0: that, of my campus. I think
1: that having been educated in Haiti having gone to a Haitian school until reto, uh, when I went to university, I wanted to meet everybody. Right. You know, I didn't want to get stuck in a Haitian circle and speak Creole all the time. I remember... Right. One of my good friends, Gilles Hassin, who could be watching this. Oh, when, my, when my cousin JP called me and said, I have a friend in Boston. He's really unhappy. Could you meet with him and have lunch? I was like, I don't want to go meet another Haitian. You know, like, <laughs> I want to meet everybody. And it's not that there was anything wrong. And Gilles and I became best buddies till now. But, and I did go have lunch with a little bit of an attitude like, okay, why does this guy like? Hey. want to have lunch you know <laughs> and he was on the contrary stuck on a campus and was very unhappy we went the year of the embargo so we got stuck oh wow and we weren't even sure when we were going to be able to come home I was accepted in school but Gilles went and he was there on a summer program and just had to stay oh, wow. so he wasn't even mentally prepared to be in school so Um, We just ended up doing that and hanging out together for the rest of the four years (laughs) and beyond. But um, I was making a special effort to be part of an international scene, trying to get out of the Haiti borders and trying to meet people from all over the world. I visited friends in South America, in the Caribbean. I went all over the place because coming to Haiti I, was, I already knew all the Haitians, right. so it's not that I had a problem, but I wanted to be involved in a very international scene, so different perspective, I and I think coming from the diaspora, it's the contrary, they're already involved in the international scene, right. and they want to find a way to connect to Haiti. Right, so
0: absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, now Stephanie, how was your, how, how have your experience been?
2: my experience has been really great it's been kind of like the very typical integration started at church you know was part of like the dance uh true yes (laughs) Yes. you know and um when i was in elementary school i was probably the only haitian girl up until grade seven or eight wow yeah can you tell us where that is Oh, in Ottawa, Ontario. Yes. yes. Yeah, I can tell you for sure. Shout <laughs> out to Ottawa. <laughs> if you guys know what, where that is. Yeah. Um, but, um, and then, you know, when we, when I arrived to high school, for example, all mm. the Haitian were like... Hey, right. Exactly. i right. will be like, oh, you speak Creole? You know, so it was really popular to, right. you know, so all the Haitian kids would like... Get together. Get together and do the whole thing. Gravi- yes. Yeah. Kind of happened naturally. Um, in university, however because it's so dispersed Mm -hmm. and um, I didn't really integrate myself that much as much as I wanted to. Mm -hmm. Um, But I find myself now that I'm like a professional woman being um, inspired by like minded women that are Haitian that are doing something really nice. Um, I'm feeling that, you know, and I actually first came to Haiti ever in my life last year Wow. Yes, 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 yes. And I immediately fell in love with the country, you know. And of course, it was like the stigma around it. Right. I'm nervous. What is this going to happen? Like what's going to, you know, And I'm like, what's happening? And then I realized that it was completely false. Absolutely. The country is absolutely breathtaking. And there's a lot of opportunity here. And then I came back here for the Haiti Tech Summit and I'm like, okay, now I know for sure I want to do something here. I want to work with women. I want to empower them. Um, I also want to work with the youth here and teach a different message. So to anyone who's scared about coming to Haiti, please don't be. It's not true. (laughs) come over, we need you, we love you, let's all work together. Yes, take Haiti to the next level. Yes.
1: I think that um, myself, for example, I remember when I was uh, in Boston, I actually volunteered at a high school, um, and I taught Haitian parents how to read. I did a lot of workshop with Haitian parents because the kids were just blowing them up. And, right. They didn't even understand how to read the report cards. Mm. You know, like when somebody had an A plus or a D plus, I remember somebody getting an incomplete, an I, and one of the kids told the parents it was incredible.
0: Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Incredible. So
1: um, I taught Haitian parents how to read the grades, and you, we spoke a lot, and I did a lot of workshops because of the language, so they used me, and that was volunteer. I was getting credit for the volunteering time. Oh in the Haitian community, they, I got credit for you know, teaching them how to fill out immigration papers, right. not to beat their children, a lot of sensitive topics. Mm-hmm. So today when I look at the generation of Haitian uh, diaspora that I'm meeting at places like the Tech Summit, I'm blown away yes. that these parents have raised those kids yes. you know the first generation of parents who was going to the states not speaking english mm-hmm. putting their kids through school not understanding yes. completely the dynamic of how it worked the kids were just like lying to the parents um, there was some violence and right. kids were calling the police on parents and things but today when i look at what these this generation of kids is providing Driving. and yes. thriving and the leading even right. and yeah. I'm blown away by the attachment of a third generation diaspora to this country, to this country. Mm-hmm. Um I understand why parents would say not to come, and I met so many people who, were like my mom, told me not to come. And I've been calling her, telling her what a good time I'm having. I can't believe this. This is amazing. This island's beautiful. They want to stay. They're like, can we meet with you on Monday? We'll change our flights. This is incredible. Is. So for me, this connection has been like amazing. That's you know, tough. just to see the level of education, what these people are bringing to the table the power they have, the intelligence, the preparation. Just amazing. Listening to your podcast yes. a little bit yes, is, is exactly the language that I speak, you know, and that we were just having a conversation. It's yes. really, like, been right on.
0: Yes. Perfect. I think, um, as women, mm-hmm. it is extremely important for us to be grounded when it yes. comes to proper money management. Mm-hmm. Now, we yeah. love the men, they're yeah. great, they go to work, they bust their tail, they make the money. But honestly,
1: we really Not manage in this it. place all the time. Yeah, but. yeah I mean, you're
0: right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> but, you know, we have to give them some credit. Yeah, we have of to course. G- we don't want to take... But you're right. You were talking on your panel this morning, and you said, Christine, uh, someone mentioned, it was Daniela who said, the women, we are the potomita. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as Potomita, mm-hmm. we work hard, yes. we cook, we clean, we make sure our kids go to school. Yes. We're the nurses, yes. we're the teachers, mm-hmm. we're everything. Mm-hmm. It's also important that we make sure that the financial future, mm-hmm. yeah. their financial future, in addition to our financial future, yes. is secure. Mm-hmm. And in my experience I find that at times women, right, are having uh, kind of uncomfortable to have that conversation or they don't have it at all yes. i think does there's it come to mind
1: there's a big education process that needs to happen because in fact if what i can add to what you were saying earlier about the financial management is that haiti is a mentality of a day-to-day economy yes okay so people live on what they make, make. during the day so they made 100 gourds. They go and buy food for the 100 gourds. When they wake up, they'll figure it out the yes. next day. Absolutely. And there's not a mentality of preparing for the future. There's not a mentality mm-hmm. of saving for a rainy day or being prepared for emergencies. Uh, when there's an emergency or a debt in the Haitian family, they sell a piece of land. Right. Mm-hmm. But one day, there's no more land. They have a cotisation. Or something like that, right. you know. When there's a medical emergency, people pitch in from right. different uh, parts of the family. So people don't have the just they don't the have reflex. It. They don't have it, and they they don't get that financial education, which is something that I've been trying to pass on. And I've I did Kaya's first show this year to talk about you know financial planning and um savings and different tips and and I think that's extremely important and there's a big need for people right now. Um, Haitians grow up thinking they don't have access to a bank. There's tricks to the business. Right. You know there's things you need to be prepared before you go ask the bank for a loan. Right. So there are things, there are stepping stones. So that these things can be taught and I think there's a big, big market and there's a big demand for people's financial education the way you just put it.
0: Yes, I, I agree. As you know, that's my passion. That's mm-hmm. my baby. Um, I think, and I get it, people talk about poverty, and they talk about how um, people don't, don't have a lot of money, so whatever they make they spend. But I think, I get that. But we have another generation that's coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We don't want them to adopt the same mindset. Yeah. And, and, and I think it's the psychology. Really understanding these people and say, okay, mm-hmm. fine. I understand you make some good jodia. You understand? What it, and just kind of, it doesn't have to be a lot. We can take baby steps. And what can we do to maybe buy something in the name of your child? Just kind of, we need to get out of this. I need, give me, can you lend me? Voyez pour moi, moi, And all that. We need to kind of break that chain. Yeah, you know, break because Haitian people are hard workers. They I'm are walking in the street. What took one have a business? Yeah, but they day the they, they, they
1: make you, a little more. They have a party, and they eat a little more. Right, and they celebrate. Right, and they don't think about tomorrow. And
0: mm-hmm. you, as you said, it is the mindset. Yeah, it is the mindset. And once I start seeing uh, any level of success, I believe in my soul will start shifting a little bit towards. Wealth building. Mm-hmm. I had someone tell me, you don't understand, Swanelli. You can't have that conversation with Haitians. Listen, Yes, you if can. there is a will, there is a way. Because everybody loved their kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're
1: about to do something. Yes. And you're going to be part of it. Hey. <laughs> yes.
2: Everybody. <laughs> yes.
1: Everybody loved yes. their kids. Everybody loved yes. their families.
0: Everybody wants to leave the world, leaving the people that are coming yes. after them, better than how they found it. Yes. So... It telling me que I cannot give up. You can't give up hope, you can't give up no, the business. Mm-hmm. I, I'm
1: I had an experience with a with a company that actually hired me as a trainer to train very low skill salespeople on the street. Mm-hmm. And I sat with them and did personal we did trainings like personal hygiene. Right. Mm-hmm. But we did trainings like personal finance. Right and teaching them how to save a certain percentage of their revenues, and how much they reinvest. Because Haitians, their mentality is Mm. So they just flip the product. Mm -hmm. You buy 100 goods of product, you sell it three times in the day, you replenish, and you did X amount three times. Mm -hmm. That's the way they calculate profit margins Mm. and money. Mm -hmm. So, But there's no concept of a Momma, l'argent oui, principal, eh, yeah. principal, and then they don't pay interest most of the time because they're just on credit for thirty days for the day. Right. You buy in the morning, you pay it the next morning when you get the next case, when you get the next uh, stock. Right. So there's a lot going on in this economy that's so informal that people don't have those habits. But I have done trainings with low-skilled workers and open bank accounts with them yes. and got them to save this good per day right. but that's the good that's going to change their lives mm-hmm. and then when they make a little more they start saving very good mm-hmm. and then send good. and that's the money that saves for a rainy day, saves to buy a land. I have so many friends that have come to me for advice about buying a house mm-hmm. and I'm like guys it's, it's really simple but they're It needs a couple years of preparation, depending on how bad you've been managing your finances Mm -hmm. those past few years. So you may not be able to do it today, but if you set a goal for yourself, there are steps to take. People like you to train them. You know, financial advice available sometimes even for free. Right. Absolutely. Sometimes even for free for people to plan better and reach their financial objectives. I agree. A lot of the times we don't know how to set our financial objectives. Right. You know, so that's step one.
0: Right. So that's yes. why I said when we were talking about earlier in my podcast, yeah. um, just the diaspora needs to not, because they have access to it, right? So when we bring it to Haiti, that's something that can be a little bit more complicated, but it is doable. But the diaspora, the more, the wealthier the diaspora is, the more People in Haiti can benefit from them really establishing themselves. Yeah. So um, I believe that uh, it's. I do have greater plans, though. Hopefully, uh, Kyle will invite me back, and I can dive into that a little bit more. Um, it will change Haiti. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As as a country, uh, but uh, it'll be for 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 the best and yes. impact generations. So
1: we're ready for you. Yes, we
0: are.
2: <laughs> so yeah. thank you, yeah, ladies, for, sure.
0: for having this conversation and participating yeah. in this. It's such an honor meeting you yes. and meeting you. Yes. And I look yes. forward to all work together thank and you. and yes, being the Potomitan mm-hmm. um, and helping other sure. Potomitans. Yeah you know strengthening and, and this country and, and, and
1: empowering you know. yes, yes sure. absolutely yes. so thank
2: you yeah, thank you so much it's been great thank you yes
1: thank you
0: karel